we are Get Valiant and we are live. small numbers of 200 it's 202 get valiant what is up world my name is hoosier and i have my buddy over here there what's up <laughs> hi i'm josh we do this thing every once in a while that's right like a couple uh, hundred times <laughs> a couple hundred times yeah a couple we've done this a couple hundred times um you and, might have seen this once or twice yeah if you're joining here you probably heard of us, seen of us. If you don't know anything about Get Valiant, we review Valiant comic books when they produce, when they come out. And um, we try to give true, honest, our fill and run from there. So, yeah. Dude, we got uh, two pretty awesome books to talk about today. Uh, the Harbinger number four and Shadow Man number five. Yeah, it's kind of a cool week of books, you know, and uh, or not a week, but, you know, cool amount of time so good to, good that we have something to talk about yeah i'm happy that we get to talk about you know harbinger and shadow man you know a couple ten poles of valiant and uh having those things rock i think is pretty damn fun and uh that makes it pretty exciting so yeah yeah what do you want to start with um well i guess you know quick note i mean valiant launched nfts and um my name's hoosier how are you doing <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay, that's all I, I don't have a whole lot to add on that pl that platform, you know, like not a lot of info on it. So we're just going to kind of go past that kind of stuff right now, you know, and Valiant puts a little more information <laughs> about it. We might talk about it, but it's already we're the comics for now. Yep, we did. We were here, came, it happened, done, um, dude. But um, yeah, we got to see some really fun things um, coming out with uh, Valiant and. Um, so far, things that I've really been impressed with. Um, but yeah, uh, if you're on the Valiant fans page, comic fans page, some people got to see this uh, bleak of an image where it looks like blood splattered everywhere. And um, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's not much we can say about it other than that we've we've seen the, Im the full image. Yep. And, uh, you know, the whole, the whole blood aspect of this is pretty cool. But... And there's some good artists attached to it. <laughs> we can't yeah. say much about it. Yeah, I could just say that you will be pleased with the rest of it. That's where I'm at. You know, I, uh, this is kind of like a BS comment to make, but I, it, what sucks about this is that we know a, a, quite a bit about this image. We're lucky in that regard. Yeah. And I feel like when, when the information does come out on this, it's going to be a really interesting conversation to have. Because there, there's something cool about it maybe it's cool maybe to, to me it was cool maybe to hoosier was cool maybe to someone else it isn't you know but we'll see yeah yeah um it's all good and gravy so i'm up for it so that's it um and then i think it's books right i mean there wasn't a whole lot of news to talk about we talked about the new comic book day that's coming free comic book day that's coming out soon 
where there's a original Archer and Armstrong's Archer and Armstrong story, original, um, I believe what Bloodshot story, and then a uh, coming back with a original uh, Ninjak story, a continuation with um, uh, Jeff Parker. Um, so, you know, some big names hitting the the the, the pages there that uh, get me excited to have some of these characters back on on books on print and uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and and like like Kusha was saying, you know, like we got like these big classic characters to talk about today. We have Harbinger, we have uh, we have the Shadow Man just returning from its little hiatus, and big things going on in that book too. So, yep. Yeah, I think without further ado, we should probably jump into it. Yeah, well, I think we get two books this month, two books next month, but then we go to the following. We've got three books, and the solicitations for the next month have another three books again. So, um, you know, we got, you know, February with two, and then we're going to have three in April, three in March, um, which, or March and then April, I guess I had that backwards. But I think that's going to be exciting having a, a little bit more, you know, three. Um, that's better than two. Yeah, you know, and I, I keep wondering how they're going to fit in all the characters that they plan on publishing this year, because we saw that uh, return that image, you know, that shows all these characters, and it's very exciting to see a lot of the classic characters that we've all kind of grown up with, with with Valiant. So I'm curious to see how it all works, you know, how they they can fit everything in on their publishing schedule this year, especially when they're only doing a, a couple books a month. Right. Um, but we'll just see, you know. You know, very excited for just about all of it though. And then, yeah. and, and hey, you know, and, and on top of that, there's there's things that we had no idea about, like armored clads. Maybe there's some other stuff right. too that we don't really know about that'll just pop up here and there. But you know, they can't just give it all out and and you know, just and just heavy weighting. You know, they got to pull a couple tricks here and there. Yeah, they they have to do that. But you you know, I think I look back at it, and that was one thing I used to kind of enjoy uh, with. Uh, you know what at previous when we had um the valiant um summit right the valiant summit was really cool where you would get the whole year slot of books um that was fun um but i guess i get why where they're at right now with publishing and the world being what it is to kind of go at it slowly um but that that was fun when we had an idea of what was kind of planned out throughout the year the anticipation was really really cool for that um and it gave a lot of lead time for those books to kind of get going so and a lot of pre-sale time too, right? You got to, you know, be excited for some of the books down the way. So, yeah, I always kind of hope that one day, like the publishing side of it, will get back to that. You know, where it's like we have these uh, summits, like in May or June, and it's like, hey, guess what? Here's everything we're doing. We have a couple of people here to talk about those books. They were a lot of fun, you know. They were a lot of flash, yeah. but like they were also like a lot of fun, you know. And it was kind of nice to get that little like glimpse into like everything that's going to happen as a fan. Yeah, you know, it, it, it felt like a very special moment. And, and I, I remember they did it two ways. They did it one way with um, uh, the Twitch channel, forget what they're called, um, but they used to do the the you know the RPG games. And then there was uh, the time with it, there go hyper RPG. And they used to have the Valiant little thing, and then they had uh, just like a regular like YouTube uh, video that came out about some of the things, which I thought was really cool. It kind of didn't have to be overly done, but, you know, I think it'd be fun to have something like that in the future. Um, but anticipating each solicit and images that are coming for the future. But I guess let's get in and talk about one of the books here today. What do you think? Yeah, let's go for it.
that's right. It's a spoiler. Make sure you read it. We read it. It's over. Okay, time to spoil. <laughs> uh, Harbinger number four, written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing. Art by Robbie Rodriguez. Colors by Rico Renzi. Hassan Ostami Alou doing the letters. Robbie Rodriguez doing the cover A. Cover B is Claudia Inclaicio. And sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly. And pre-order cover by Damian Scott. So, dude, this team has done pretty well so far. Um yeah, we've had three really good issues of this. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think you can safely say that this run is better than Renegades. You know, speaking of Renegades, you know, the Renegade, uh, um, the, the alter ego, you know, of Sting here, of of our our favorite troubled youth of the, the Valiant Universe, uh, he makes his appearance here, you know, and they have this big sort of uh head-to-head you know and it's a very interesting battle between pete and this aspect of himself that i guess is like a solid person i mean like it doesn't seem like he's not like he's not real he's he's a real thing but uh they have like this really interesting battle i guess where he, is what i would call it where like he kind of pete kind of basically kind of accepts his shit for all the things that he's done that's kind of how i took it and it was and it had a lot of cool little visuals of um you know some of the people that he's he's done wrong you know if you if you read harbinger since it came back in 2012 you know you see a lot of things that you, you'll recognize a lot of the moments that he kind of goes over in his head with the renegade it, it it made for some really interesting things in fact one thing i was going to say and you have this visual up is that that 18 panel two-page spread kind of that really does a good example of retelling a bit of Pete's history within the Valley universe. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think it's really cool when they, when they do some callbacks, right. Um, you look at the cover in the background that has, um, you know, has Flamingo has Harada has the bleeding monk in it. Um, so it's doing some great callbacks and nods to continuity, which is one thing that I think we've preached on this show is like having just the nods of continuity is really important to us. We like, just kind of like the things we've invested in have some value um, long-term within the stories, I think is really cool. Um, I do like them. I've always enjoyed one of the things that, of Pete's story have always fascinated me is just kind of like the craziness of mental health with Pete. Pete's hearing all these voices and he's talking about, you know, his journey of like, you know, starting to be on drugs and how he couldn't overdo voices um and then how he killed his father by touching him and he he um got into his father's head right touched his mind he you know his story with joe which is a tragic story in that and it's you know mental health and drugs and and kids right uh runaways to a degree um and then just his story with the harbinger foundation his story with chris and his wrongdoings there that you know pretty unforgivable um you know touching and you know corrupting and making like you know, bad people out of somebody like Faith, his, you know, Harbinger Wars 2 issues, just you name it. There's so much to it that is rich in history with this. And they're doing a lot of nods to it, which is cool. And then this renegade connection of really Pete having, you know, what I believe to be like this internal fight, this internal monologue of his multiple personality disorder type of thing of who's the renegade and who's the Harbinger, who's the, who's Pete and who's who, right? And 
really this version of the Harbinger is, you know, somebody new to a degree. And it's trying to kill off the the negative, the 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 devil on one end, the angel on the other shoulder type of thing. Um, so I think this does a really cool picture of kind of giving somebody a summarize of what's happened in the Harbinger story, Pete specifically, and um, where this one's going. So, and it kind of connects to and continues nod with faith at the end, coming in at the end. So, you know, knowing that faith is going to be back um, is told. I spoiled that. I gave a spoiler alert earlier. Sorry. And, uh, but yeah. That's, and, that's and, why you're supposed to be reading these books before we talk about them, you know? Right. And then, yeah, I, I, I dig it. Like I, I, this story has been really, really, uh, to me, very fruitful. Um, and on par with, um, Harbinger, what you'd come to expect with the Harbinger story, I believe. So, yeah. I, I, I did like that it kind of glanced over like some bits and pieces of like Renegades a bit, you know, because like we never really that one that that kind of arc of Pete's life doesn't really go anywhere. Um but like I do feel like this book has a, a, a huge payoff if you've been reading Pete's Adventures, like since 2012. I just feel like you, if you can, if you've continued the story since then, or even with just the beginning of this series, I'm sorry. I feel like this, this is this story is the adventure of Pete and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that someone out there gets that. I really do. Please tell me that not everybody's yeah. like that yeah. Grew up with Nickelodeon. Come on, with the uh, uh, with the with the uh, where is where she at? Right, I got her right there. <laughs> Pin up oh, on the man. Other. I didn't okay. even think about that. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I sorry to cut you off. Keep no, going. it's okay. But I just think uh this was such a great issue. And if, if someone was to pick this issue up and they had they I feel like if you, you're like, oh I've never read this book, let me check it out, you might come in a little bit confused, but I think the payoff really hits if you've been reading it since the beginning. It's just a good a battle of the mind, maybe, you know, because it's not about the, the fist or the kick or like, you know, the abilities as much as it's just like him kind of coming to terms, you know, Pete maturing a little bit, you know, yeah, taking yeah. it on, you know. I hope that like not every story of Pete is like him being like, look, I'm a drug addict and I've done all these bad things. Like at some point he does have to be better. I feel like that is kind of like Pete's theme of source with this. Right. But I, I just think like, Great. Let's go from here, you know, and I'm, I'm really excited to see where Faith goes in with this. You know, it's, it's nice to see another character from yep. Pete's Man in the Woods show up. Yeah. And, and this recalls me back to a conversation I had with Heather Antos, who's the editor uh, on this originally, put the story together. Um, and then, uh, I mean, and then Lisa's also doing the editing on this as well. But Lisa, or Heather had told me that, you know, one thing that her and I do, totally agreed on is we needed Pete's redemption story. Right. And so that's kind of what we're getting here. We're getting Pete's redemption story so we can move forward. It's something that's needed to move forward, to move Pete's story forward. Um, if you agree with continuity, canon of the life, the fall of uh, the fall of Harbinger. Right. So with the uh, the book of death Harbinger story, um, it has Pete totally be something different than what we've seen Pete so far within the Harbinger uh, canon continuity. Um, and so when you when you look at that, I think it does, like, you are right. It's like Pete is poor, pitiful me. I'm a drug addict. And that's something where, you know, I, I can get wanting to, like, okay, let's move past this. Let's move forward, Pete. Um, it's time to move forward on this story. 
Um, but I think you have to have a story like this in order to get there and have it make sense. Totally. Um, and you have to have it connect because with the bigger picture of, you know, the Harbinger um, connection and where it's going to be and like what this character can be, right? He is, you know, the great destroyer. He's been there. Check that box. Let's move forward and let's have him be the harbinger of, you know, what can what can be and, you know, really come into that. Right. And I like that they called him like the four color clown, um, which I think is hilarious because the nod to superheroes being what they are. Um, yeah. And, and then, I, you know, Robbie Rodriguez's art really is freaking phenomenal in this one because it's so damn psychedelic and punk rock. It's so cool. Yeah, I think like. For the most part, I think it's a really cool looking issue. There's a couple panels here and there where I was like, oh, I wish they could have put a little bit more work into it, but not a big deal at all. You know, I mean, it's just, it's it's a really cool art style. The colors are great. Lettering's great. Everything's really great with this book, you know? And, uh, you know, I like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for Faith. I've been a big Faith fan for, I think, about the whole time that she's existed in this version of the Valiant Universe was never much of a fan of her in the '90s, but like, there's a, there's definitely something about her with the way that they've told the story since 2012. Or like, faith faith is one of us, basically. I, I feel like you know she's one of us with powers. So it's like, I'm excited to see what um, the, the writing team does with her. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to see what what her role comes in, and you know, I've always kind of thought of faith as kind of like that buffer between all of the zones right of the valiant universe right of of where they are with valiant heroes with with pete she would be that one to reach out and forgive and move forward um you know i've always kind of thought that obviously chris would probably be the last one um and then maybe we can get your favorite guy torque in there he's got a great story to be told i know you don't want to hear it but it's true and um yeah, I'm 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 waiting for his redemption story too. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's so it's so there, right? I could totally see his redemption story. I could go on on that, but I'm not. I'm going to save everybody a little bit, five minutes of their life hearing that, um, dude. But I I think in in general, I enjoyed it, man. This closed out this arc, and guess what? We don't have to wait a month to get the next issue. An arc ends, a new one starts, a number five next month. Hell yeah! You're awesome. Very awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know this. I'm curious about, I mean, I'm sure I could just ask the question to somebody and see why it was that they kept going with this one. Didn't go on hiatus with it because that's kind of been like the MO lately, you know, like we get four issues, take a break, four issues, take a break. So I'm all for it. You know, if it's, if it's a, a stronger part of the market for Valiant, that's good keep it going, especially on a title like this, you know, I think like this one's a little bit special. Let's keep it going. But you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that we're not waiting long for that next issue. Oh, you know, I guess we should score this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I I'm really high on this issue. I I like it a lot. I mean, we we like it. We generally like everything that Knight does, but um, I think like this kind of triumph of inner turmoil. Uh, I would give this about a a four point five. I I'm really big on this issue. Uh, beautiful issue. Art's very cool. It's very stylish. We're getting Pete right where he needs to be. Excited for Faith next issue. Book of coming in strong. Man, I, I think you and I have kind of been almost 
on par with each other the whole uh, run so far. And mm-hmm. with this with this Harbinger, right? Because I, 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 I'm exactly with you. 4.5 of, of probably this whole arc so far. Um, is it the best Harbinger story arc that's happened? No. But is it damn good? Yes. Damn well, good. And, and not to interrupt, you know, but I mean... And this is some. This is a personal thing for someone, I'm sure. You know, like this doesn't pertain to me, but I feel like with the way the addiction and things like that are handled within this run, I do kind of wonder if that's like a something like someone on the writing team knows about. You know, like if they have like a personal struggle with it, whether like they've experienced it themselves through through their own actions, or if they knew someone like it. I just, I really think that there's a, there's some extra thought kind of put to it to give that kind of respect. Yeah. And if they need somebody to kind of touch base, I mean, that's what I do for a living is addiction counseling. So, you know, come and come and, you know, have an expert if you need it. So that's what I do for a living. Um, So if somebody, you know, and that's probably why this character has always intrigued me um, to that. So, yeah, it is kind of uh, I I would be curious to know that, Um, you know, and I've heard people that have worked and touched on this book kind of their connections and thoughts of this character and this piece and what really to kind of find a lot of the uncovered pieces to to harbinger to um to to pete right is there's a lot of uncovered little you know easter eggs that hone in with truth hone in with life and tragedy and trauma that um make it real to a degree right as much as a comic book can be um and a superhero comic at that type of thing but it, it makes it there is some uh reality and the world outside your door type of thing that comes true with it so mm-hmm. that's what i like about it so. yeah yeah next up that's interesting Kim- timothy i have not but i think it might be interesting right you know and it might be interesting to recommend this book to any of my clients um you know i've i think i've have valiant books sitting on my on my desk too so they they see them and people have asked about them so i've kind of recommended them to a degree of like yeah you should read their comics they're fun i use kind of encouraged to use comics as a gateway outside of the regular life sometimes but sometimes it might hit really home with some and that could be a good or bad thing depending on where they are in their recovery so yeah you know i, I was going to say i i generally recommend dice hearts harbinger to people all the time mm-hmm. you know they're like i mean it's not my favorite book that Diane's done but it's it's you know for me like it's a top five book yeah you know i i usually will tell people like oh if you want to read something like absolutely crazy you should read ninja k and they're always like well who wrote it and i'm like oh it's, it's christos gage and then they're like oh i pass i'm not a huge fan of him and i'm like i'm not either but it's insane how good it is you know yeah. or i'll be like diggle's shadow man like it's a, it's it's really good stuff, you know. Yeah. Exo. Yeah, I I mean I've recommend Dice Arts Harbinger for people that are like, oh, you like Facebook or you like Facebook. I just saw a <laughs> Facebook message come in. It's like you like you like comic books, and I was like, you know, it's like okay, well, not all comic books or even superhero comics are for kids, right? I mean, obviously, you know, Dark Knight Returns was one of the first ones handing people out, but then it's been kind of dies art. It's kind of like here, touch this, touch this, especially with people like coworkers that I work with that work in the field of mental health and addiction. It's I think it's a really fascinating book to hand off to somebody like that 
who like may think that comics are childish to a degree, which is not true. That's why we're all here listening. Um, so that's fun. So thank you for that question. That was a good question. Appreciate it. Um, and I don't know if you guys been in the chat book chat looking on, but it looks like, you know, Danny Ward sales manager over at Valiant is talking about doing a little Harbinger pin giveaway. So I'm sure follow in that chat, listen to what Danny's got there. Um, I think that's pretty damn cool. And a gold book. Oh, wait. No, the gold book's taken for. I, I got it, guys. Sorry. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so pay attention to that chat. Put in your two cents. We like it. Everybody who's jumped on so far, uh, you know, Danny, Connection of the World, Scott Bloom, uh, Timothy Ward, just all y'all. We appreciate you all jumping on. So enjoy the chat. Keep rocking with us. Awesome. Good stuff. Next up is this little book man shadow band number five written by all oh, you son of a gun what okay I'll i was trying to do the creator roll call to give you a break <laughs> man knock it out go ahead oh, shadow man number five written by colin bunn art by john no art is not by john davis hunt Interesting. That is what I got from the um, the piece. So, yeah, that was from Valiant's um, um, marketing thing. Yeah, you're right. That is not John Davis. Hunt. Pedro Andrejo. Pedro Andrejo. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, not out. out the park. This is from the email that I got from Greg Katzman. So I'm taking it directly from oh. there. Well, so, you know, we'll forgive him. That dude works very hard. Yes, he does. <laughs> But we anyway, do have a lot of the same people on here. Yeah. Art by Pedro Andrejo, who you guys might remember from uh, that previous Bloodshot run we just had. Colors by Jordi Belair. Letters, Clayton Cowles. Cover A art is by John Davis Hunt. Cover B is by Jonathan Marks Baravecchia. And the pre-order is by Adam Polina. Yes. Um, and and I really hope Baravecchia is the pro proper pronunciation of that. Well, yes. Dead Side War number one started Shadow Man number five. Colin Bunn's back. This book is back. And the John Davis All the covers cover are looks great. awesome. <laughs> All of them. Especially the one, the, the, uh, the one that's like an homage to the thing. Uh, yeah. I was like blown away when they showed, showed us this. I'm trying to remember who did. It might have been Greg. Many, many months ago. Um, you know, and and I'll tell you what, there's been a lot of, I feel like a little, like for maybe like just for, like in our little circle of people who work on the show, there's been a little bit of hype behind this book. You know, we've had some people being like, here's this, read this, check this book out. Oh man, big things are going to happen. A lot of talk, you know. So we should probably talk about this issue. Yeah. It does seem like they're trying to get some big things going. Um, you know, where Pete's journey in Harbinger is a little more focused to like the Chicagoland area or even sometimes within his own the battle within his own mind with his alter ego, you know, this one's got far reaching, farther reaching uh, problems going on here. This is something that is going to affect the entire world. Yep. Dead side is take, trying to take physical form and yeah. dead side is trying to basically ride Earth. And um, basically take over Earth altogether by opening up thousands of blights uh, that Shadow Man's kind of shut down in the first uh, first arc, and uh, Deadside's a little pissed off. And um, 
Baron's still trying to pull his strings, and um, the gods of the Loa are trying to do their thing. Deadside's got other plans. And uh, the cool thing with this is Alyssa brings back a group of abettors. So that was fun. Yeah, you know, this book really does kind of come off as like the first, like the first round in like a really big story or a big crossover, you know, where it's like, hey, you know, here's here's our main cast. You know, we got Shadow Man. You obviously expect him in this book. Alyssa, we haven't seen much of her lately, but you know, she's a big part of Shadow Man's world. Baron Media also, he's in the he's in the background, you know, doing his, his thing. But then the fact that there's another group of abettors that gets introduced within this issue. Um, are they going to be cannon fodder or are they going to be here for the long haul? Kind of interesting. That I'm really interested to see how that goes for them, you know, because we do get a, little, a, a tiny introduction of them. But, you know, like this issue kind of starts off with a little kid whose his mom dies and he couldn't find, you know, a way to bring her back. He, he's talking to God. He's talking all these things. And then something gave him the power or granted him the wish to bring her back and a whole bunch of other people. And so what almost would seem like a, a basic, like, hack em up zombie story within the Shadow Man world, I thought it was a lot more interesting than that, you know? And, and it, I think a lot of the stuff that kind of happens after was a lot more interesting than the than just this little fight. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do think there were some damn cool things with it. Um, we do get Jack back playing the, the old saxophone, right? Um, that's right. And Peter and I were like, when was the last time we just saw Jack playing the sax? Dude, I just created <laughs> the best thing. Oh, man. This comes back. This is an old callback to Hootie TV. But, you know, how about Shadow Man comes into the ninja program and plays as ninjas with his saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> Shadow ninjas. <laughs> um, anyway, I do think that's fun with it. And, and like you said, it does have a little – you know, to a degree, when you look at this picture here, a lot of walking dead feel to it with the zombies, um, you know, and it, it is cool. Cause shadow man does what shadow man should do with that and make quick work of uh, these like kind of return of the dead creatures uh, shows his heart by raising this kid's mom to be real life, to have some final moments with her. Um, and then it moves into again, dead side, basically treating the gods of the Loa, which, are all you know the loas that we've come to learn or the gods that we've come to learn about within the uh voodoo aura um and kind of pulls something out of uh baron's chest which is a very cool callback that you kind of pulled this up from a prior uh issue yeah the ring of solomon which uh if i remember correctly it has the ability to like i think like a, a pull forth an entity or absorb an entity i can't remember too much about it um, and I mean, honestly, like when I saw this, I was like, I don't like, there's not a lot of trinkets in the Valiant universe. So it's like, I should remember these things, you know, there's not a whole lot of like homework yet to do when it comes to the items, you know, right, the book of death. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if you really like Marvel DC, there's like 50 items, you know, I mean, it's a fucking glove with six ge different gems you got to learn about, you know? So it's like, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot to know, not yet, not as much stuff, you know, but, um, I'm curious to see what'll happen with this. Um, Dead side, the, the being dead side, seems like not the walk in the park that I think Bar Baron Media and these other gods of the Loa thought she would be. Um, she's not necessarily there to take a seat next to them, but maybe a seat above them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, man, I'm, I'm curious about the pace of the story a little bit because this is a great issue, but like, where are we going to be in the next issue? How much are we going to jump into Jack being up against 
yeah. this, you know, this god, if you will. Um, what kind of role is this ring going to play? I'm curious because I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't think it, that ring did a whole lot in the last run, if I remember correctly. And I might not be. But it really looks like it's going to build a lot here. And it looks like it's going to be a key piece to this issue, right? Because it's what was kind of basically stuck in inside Baron Samedi and it was ripped out. Um, so I, I think, you know, dead side, she is bad and she is, you know, ready to kick ass and take names even with shadow man trying to like create peace and really comes to this cool realm of where shadow man basically talks about how like me and the Loa tried our, our hardest to fight off each other to a degree. We learned to be better together. Let's figure out if the world and the dead side could basically learn to work together the way those two have. So I think it's 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 a cool kind of story of Shadow Man really basically no longer again being that brooding Shadow Man of being sad that he's got this journey that he didn't want to have, that it was, you know, his dad gave it upon him and it was his legacy type of thing that he just never wanted. So I think that's really cool um that it is to this piece and he's you know he's taking that that realm and that, that's a lot of it is thanks to diggle's run on that too um but you talk about it and i see danny in the in the chat basically saying colin builds worlds and you talk about the pacing of this book and i look at the first four issues and i looked at each one of those blight stories could be their own unique arc on its own Mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, I could have ate up more of those stories with each issue. Like they could have came in to be their own arc at all. Um, but the fact that it's moving into this pace is, is nice. There's a lot of movement. Um, and that's, that's fun for a reader that I feel like it's great for a reader. And just knowing that like Colin's got a lot of story left to go and mm -hmm. you know, it's, I'm hearing the, the darkness, right? Like, yeah, I believe in a thing called love and um, just listen to the rhythm of the heart. It's there. And um, I just think that if people believed in that, you know, but I do want to see the dark side stories. I do want to see the dark team ups. I do want to see Punk Mambo, who I think is teased in the next issue to come out if you look at the covers. Um, and who else is going to come of that? You know, let's get Jaunty back in the mix. Let's rock and roll with some Shadow Man. It is such a rich, fun story. Um, I don't think that there's been outside of basically a Peter Milligan arc, a bad arc within Shadow Man. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and I thought the art actually kicks a lot of ass on Milligan's run. Yeah, well, I, I agree. I agree. Roberto Latore's art is amazing, but that was the one costume uh, I didn't like, though. Yeah, but um. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I, I think, like, like you were saying about those previous issues, you know, how they could have been, been their own arcs. I think that's been one of the great things of having a veteran writer tackle Shadow Man is that, like, yeah, we could have had those individual arcs like that. But he, you know, he's, he's a good enough storyteller that he could wrap each one of those issues up. So, like, even this issue where, you know, again, you could, you could look at this one as, like, its own little, like, done-in-one because he doesn't, you know, Shadow Man doesn't know about, like, what's going on with... Uh, Barrens immediate at the end, you know? So, I mean, this was another just absolutely great issue, you know? And then like, and so like I was saying, where like these books had been hyped, this issue has been hyped up. I feel like a lot to me, it paid off. Like it, it, it hit its mark. Yeah. Hyped up so much that it almost could have been its own little event book. Right. Mm -hmm. um, within it. Uh, but I feel like it's the side of it. It's the dead side where it started. 
right? But where's that going to take us, right? I feel like it's I feel like it's just getting started, which is nice. And it is not the event, and there is more to come with it. And how long will you know Dead Side War take us? Um, you know, that 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 just intrigues me and has me, you know, anticipating more and more. Um, I do like that the A covers, you know, coming into story and continuity to a degree of, of a classic run is that we're getting John Davis Hunt doing the A covers. That's cool. Um, it context, uh, continues to that. And it shows that John Davis Hunt kind of wanted to be on this book, but prior obligations uh, prevented that. But Pedro is like the images, uh, you know, I think it was this first image that we show of the interiors to me is just freaking badass. And it's, it's action packed um and a, a great fitting pairing on this within it so yeah i'm digging i'm digging shadow man yeah you know and and i would say this here i mean like if you're a bum that john davis hunts leaving but not doing interiors i don't think you have to be that, that bum the art looks great and the colors are great uh jordy belair everything that she touches is great it looks so colorful and not like gory but there's a bit of blood to it there's a bit of you know, there's a bit of damage getting inflicted by by Shadow Man here, but oh, I mean, it's yeah. it's awesome, awesome stuff. I'm glad this issue wasn't one of those things where I was like, man, we hyped it up for all this, and this is what we get. Come on, no, and I and I honestly think like if you've been reading Shadow Man since you know the issue one that we got, at, you know near like the end of last year um you're not gonna be disappointed you know like there's there's not a drop of beat like it, it just continues where it left off awesome stuff yep yeah shadow man is fantastic and i think it's time that we all score this one up so all right who read it what y'all think oh do i have to go first again fine I'm um, going to make it. Well, that way I could copy you. But uh, if you want me to go first, I can go first. I'll let you go first this time, yeah. Cool. Um, digging it, digging it. And I'm giving this this week of our reviews a 4.5. Uh, so across the board, 4.5. Great story. Um, great art. Great connections. Great call back into continuity uh, with the abettors. And, um, and then just having a story that's interesting to come to it. And, um, you know. Um, I think the only downfall I kind of had was just like the gods of the Loa never really even heard of dead side being a Loa. So that just kind of was the only kind of hole to poke into it, but I'm sure Colin's got some place to fill that hole back up. So, yeah. Yeah. Fill that, fill that hole, Colin. Um, you know, I'm, I think I'm right there too, you know, and I would just say this, the only my only real drawback on this, like the only reason why I didn't give this a five, is just because from a level of like my own preference, I like John Davis Hunt's art a little bit better with Colin. But mm -hmm. you know, Pedro does a great job here too. This this shot of like Shadow Man in the Sky with the sky getting ready to like just whoop ass. I mean, it's just so beautiful. The That's colors are great. That, that moon shot. Everything's great in that shot. So it's just a preference thing. I would go higher. What's kind of odd is that like we've had like, you know, these last couple weeks of books are all really good. You know, like we've been kind of hard on Exo Man of War. We weren't real big fans of it. So like I feel like it's almost like, oh shit, we're back in that phase where like everything's just really good. I can live with it, you know. So we might have a lot of high scores, but you know what? It just means that the books are really good again, you know. Everything's good. 
Yeah, and it comes coming back. Not all books are for you, but yeah. um, you know when we're the, this one's for me. <laughs> this, this one's, one's for me. The last yeah, this one's for me. This is exactly and, what I want out of Shadow Man. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, that is that 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 is that it, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I was thinking that would be fun. I see this right here, right? And you know, um, we get you know Danny's on the chat who uh, does a lot of the marketing stuff and what I think would just be so cool if they figured out a way to do one of these as like a VHS cover sleeve. And I don't know what you'd put in it, but it looked like a VHS cover sleeve. And it's this, like, I just think that that's, I'm loving the, you know, these homage covers to some great horror stories that have been throughout, you know, so. I, know, cool. I, I, say, I think I, I thought I saw one that's got punk mambo as like the, Jack Nicholson going through the door from The Shining. Oh, yeah, that one. I think that's the <sighs> next book. And then the uh, preview page of the next one. Oh, man, what is that one? I think it's like Carrie or something of uh, Punk of uh, Deadside. Um, kind of looking like Carrie. That'd be so cool. So, yeah. And and all I've, I've loved all these horror covers. I've been trying to pick them all up. <laughs> they've, they've just been so cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, Danny's and Sells. But. The, the 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 swag the swag items um but yeah i would love to see those things that help sell the books those are always so fun to play around with and look and see and see what comes with it but yeah those, those are cool and i do like that shining one like you said and then um the future ones that are coming so dude this was a good week of books man good week of, of valiant books yeah yeah it's like i said it's great when you can sit there and look at like what the line the line currently is and be happy with everything. Yep. You know, because I mean, we, we try to be honest, you know, I, I know that like for a long time when Eric was on with us, we would always get accused of just being like the biggest homers because we're like, well, everything's good. You know, like how, how do you not score something? Do you bitch, on, bitch about it just to bitch about it? And sometimes I felt like we had to just to be like, here's the negatives. Let me just talk about them because like we're going to give it a high score because it's so good still. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just like I kind of sit there and kind of be like, well, this is the thing that I didn't like about it. But man, like two books where they're really good, I'm, I'm that makes me excited. You know, I'm excited. I'm way excited for more Shadow Man. So maybe we'll see. We'll, we'll see what you know, Armor Class gives us when when that drops. You know, maybe that won't be the book that like is as good as those. But you never know. I mean, that one might be good too. Right. But I mean, there's a preview. There's a preview for that. Is it at the back of Harbinger? This week, I couldn't remember. So um, I, I think I there, is, yes, yes, there is there is some non-colored um, of the first uh, first up issue of Armorclads, and which looks great. Um, which is I thought the art it look it it does have good art. I just but I was like, oh, I'm not going to read any of this yet. I try not to ever read the previews. Yep. So, uh, what do we got? Armorclads, March 23rd. So March 16th, Shadowman number six. February 23rd, Harbinger number five. And then make sure you're getting all of these books in for Shadow Man 7 and March 16th, uh, March 23rd, Armor Clads number one. Um, and then Harbinger number six on March 30th is what I got here. And then again, uh, the the April books just announced Shadow Man 8, Armor Clads 2, and Harbinger 7. So, you know, it, you still got some more books all coming back together with no breaks. That is cool. We should be happy. It's stuff we've asked for. Um, so yeah, score that. And then hopefully we get a little uh you know, Exo Man of War back in the mix, get some uh 
Um, Bloodshot coming back to us. We know we got our uh, a uh, Eternal Warrior, and that's a ways away within the Kickstarter. And uh, fun stuff, and more stuff that you can speculate when it's coming based off of that um, um, image that was produced uh, for uh, season holiday. The yeah, the universe image that was cool. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, so far enjoying it. Very much, yeah. Well, I think that's probably going to do it for us this week, you know. Like, you know. But, hey, if you read the book, you should be pretty happy. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Be pumped up. Go get it. Go deliver. Go order more. And uh, put these books in other people's hands, too, so the people know what's happening. Yeah. And hey, big thanks to everyone who joined us this week. Uh, Connection to the world. We had Danny Ward on from Valiant. We had Scott Bloom. We had um, a couple names at the top I don't recognize. Muhammad Abutagar, Emil Gagnon. Um, you know, people on the Facebook side, but you know, if it's your first time joining us, we appreciate it. Come join us because we love to have you guys uh, conversation yeah. with us, you know? Uh, today was the first day we're streaming on Twitch, too, so... Oh, are we really? Yeah. So oh. all you Twitchers, uh, I think there's only one person on Twitch, but you Get Twitchers, Twitch. thank you for watching. <laughs> Get Twitch. <laughs> Gotta Twitch. start somewhere. You know, it's just yeah. one person. We just talked about drugs with Pete, so we might as well talk about Twitch. Yeah. Why not? Depends on what substance. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm not sure people got Pete and Pete or um, the darkness, but um, there was a couple little nods to fun stuff. So I hope oh, you all enjoy. Please tell me you guys got the Pete and Pete. I feel like if anybody from Valiant fans listens, uh, they do because they're all like 80 years old over there. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. They're old. So. <laughs> Donna Cree said, great job. So Don probably gets Pete and Pete. Yes, that's good. Right. Danny, Danny, you got it. So. Connection to the world, you better get it too. So what? What was? Oh, I don't want to take up time wondering about the dude with the glasses. What was his name? The strongest oh, guy in the world. Oh, dude! I. Who was it? <laughs> oh, Artie. That's it. Artie. Artie, the strongest man in the world. Oh, I love P and P. Oh man. Pete and Pete was awesome. I don't know whatever happened to those dudes, but I wish them well. I don't know. I know that there was a DVD release, I think, of the whole series. And I had it, and it disappeared. Like, you know, when I, I lived in a house with a bunch of people, and it just disappeared one day. So I was like, ah. Oh. I think I got to watch, like, two episodes of it. But good stuff. If you don't know what we're talking about, well, that's not a surprise. But <laughs> it's, it's, for yeah. some, it's something you grow up on if you're, like, 40. Yep. It, it, it is right nickelodeon yeah. i mean you just you got to have those little connections whatever they may be yeah so. but, but you know the kids nowadays they get like football games with slime in them like they like Nickel, nickelodeon will stream football games and like have like weird slime animations on there which is kind of cool why i watched that <laughs> it was way better than the rest of the calls happening so. oh yeah uh, all for it so Dude, fun stuff coming out. Valiant's kicking butt. And, yep. um, you know, I think that's, the publishing is great. So thank you, publishing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, really cool images, little cool items coming. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just all the stuff that's coming. So, yep. 
No, I don't wear earmuffs under my hat, Danny. If you want to send me some. Some value ones? Yeah, those would be cool. I'd take them. So. Sadly, there's nothing under my hat. Not even hair. <laughs> you and I both. And we didn't call each other on both wearing these uh, newsy hats. So it happens. This is all I wear, you know. Me too. Mostly. That's it. Y'all, stay valiant. See y'all later. Do one of these. Those. Thank you.